We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The following content is brought to you by Abigail 13, Orange Thunder, and Paul Bramblett. Hey everybody, welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft. This is episode 565. Today we're going to talk about shovelware on the Nintendo Switch. We're going to talk about themes on the Nintendo Switch. We're going to talk about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. And we're going to talk about, you guessed it, Animal Crossing. Because Animal Crossing is everywhere and you cannot avoid it. Those are the topics that we've got for today. Um... If you didn't know, I record this show live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, Monday and Wednesday, I'm on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And on Fridays, I record the mailbag episode uh, over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. You guessed it. Um, So let's get started with the show. Let's start today by talking about uh, shovelware. The Nintendo Switch, like, okay, let's let's actually actually have a little history lesson. Uh, if you go back to 1985, when Nintendo first brought out the Nintendo Entertainment System, this was after the video game crash of 1982 and 83. Uh, so there was uh, way too many video game systems. There were way too many crappy games, and that kind of gave video games a bad name. And because of that, a lot of retailers said, we are not carrying video games anymore. They were a fad. All right. Uh, Nintendo tricked retailers into carrying the Nintendo Entertainment System by making it look more like a VCR, by including Rob the Robot, which made it look like it was a toy and not a video game system. And that's how they got it into the marketplace. And they had a policy in order to prevent another video game crash from happening. That policy was the Nintendo Seal of Quality. The Nintendo Seal of Quality basically said any publisher that wants to make games for Nintendo, well, first off, they have to buy the cartridges from Nintendo, okay? And secondly, publishers are only able to make five games per year for the system. So you better make those five games count. This was in response to all of the shovelware that was on other platforms like the Atari 2600, the ColecoVision, and so on. Nintendo seems to have completely abandoned (laughs) the Nintendo seal of quality. 
Now, I still think that Nintendo makes incredibly high-quality games, but um, on the Nintendo Switch eShop, there are, it feels like thousands of games every single week. It's just, it's insane how many games are on the Nintendo Switch. And so many of them are shovelware. So many of the games on the Nintendo Switch are absolute bad games that you should not pay money for. And the reason that I'm talking about it today is because I was given a review copy of a game and I have to say this game is objectively bad. Now, there's a lot of people who listen to this show because I'm always super positive about stuff. And there's a lot of people who say, well, Bill likes everything. So when he's gushing about a game, take it with a grain of salt. And I will say this. I do like most games. Most games, I can see something good about that game. This game, there was, like, I just couldn't. I couldn't. There was, it was so not fun. There was nothing fun about this game. Um, that game is Tiny Racer. And I don't like to I don't like to talk about um, you know games in a in a bad light. Usually, if I don't like a game, I just ignore it and move on. But this thing is a train wreck. Uh, so, Tiny Racer the 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 theme here is that you've got like little matchbox cars and you're driving them around. Okay, that sounds cool. I I was already kind of skeptical. Like they emailed me the code and I said. I think that I'm going to... Oh, actually, I just didn't reply. They, they emailed me a code. They didn't even email me asking if I wanted a code. There was just a code right in my email. And I just said, well, I'll look at it later. And uh, three or four days went by, and then they emailed me again, and they were like, hey, are you going to check out our game? And I said, uh, maybe. And then they emailed me again. Maybe I'm getting the timeline wrong multiple emails were sent and eventually they said well could you if you're going to look at our game please please let us know and if you're not uh, then we'll give it to some other content creator and I said well that's that's of course a very reasonable expectation that I get back to them and say well I'm not going to check out your game but I figured you know they took the time to make sure that I was going to check out their game so maybe they were really Maybe they really thought that they had a winner on their hands. So I said, you know what? Yeah, I'll check it out tomorrow. Uh, So I I sent them an email back saying, yeah, I'll check it out tomorrow. And, um, you know, a couple days ago, I sat down and played it. And this game is just an absolute disaster. It's it's awful. It's absolutely terrible. I, I, it's just a real, it, it feels like a game that somebody maybe made in a month. And look, I'm not a I'm not a video game programmer. I'm not a video game designer. I don't know how long it takes to make stuff, but this feels like shovelware. It's the physics are bad. The it, instead of fixing the courses to make it so that you're unlikely to get stuck, they put in a get unstuck button. And so I spend half the time playing this game stuck. I, my, my car can't move anymore, so I have to hit the uh, get me unstuck button. They added a tilt shift to it. Does not make everything feel tiny. It just doesn't work. Uh, and the controls are bad. The music is incredibly bad. 
the music feels like something that they purchased from like an asset swapper and said, okay, I'm going to include this. And so like you're in the menus and you hear this music and it's very, I don't know, vanilla and boring music. And then you get into the game and you can kind of sort of hear music, but not really. And I was like, what what is that sound? I can't even really tell. Uh, The controls are bad. It doesn't support the pro controller. I was like, this is just so terrible. I shut it off pretty quick and deleted it pretty quick. It's a bad game. But I'm not really trying to talk about that particular game. What I what I do want to talk about is the problem with shovelware on the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo seems to have opened up the floodgates and they let anybody put on the Switch whatever they want. Whatever they want. It doesn't matter. And I, I really don't like that. I prefer a more curated platform. This is this is kind of Nintendo doing what Steam does, but with Steam, at least you have reviews. You have user reviews. Um, Nintendo needs to implement a user review system so that when I'm looking through the eShop, I can say, oh, look at this game. Sure, it's a dollar, and I couldn't tell you how much Tiny Racer is. I didn't even think to look. Um, whatever it is, is not worth it. Um Look at this game. It's sure it's a dollar, but it's got four stars. All right, I'll check it out. Oh, look at this. This game is a dollar, and it's got like half a star. Okay, I know to ignore that thing. And that's all we need. We need to be able to rate the games that we've played with a star system, and it has to be a game that you have played. Honestly, I don't think you should be able to rate a game on the Nintendo Switch eShop unless you have put a couple of hours into it which i'm breaking my own my own uh my own rules right now because i didn't play um uh this this shovelware game for enough time to by my own rules rate it like i i haven't i haven't played it enough why haven't i played it enough because it was so bad i shut it off but <laughs> this game is like i bet that people would play a game like this and they would say, this game is so bad that I'm going to leave it running for a couple of hours so I could come back and re- and review it because it's real bad. Um, Harley 17 in chat over on our Twitch channel is saying it's currently $7.99, uh, 20% off from its regular price of $10. So what's the big takeaway here? Uh, two things. First off, avoid Tiny Racer. It's a bad game. And I, I hate being negative about games. So that's why you don't hear me say bad things about games very often. Number two is do you think that there is a shovelware problem on the Nintendo Switch? I'm going to um, tweet that out. You guys can respond to that for Friday's episode. Let me know what you think. If you had forgotten, this weekend was the Mario, uh, uh, Mar- Paper Mario Origami King uh, crossover with Tetris 99. And uh, my son told me this morning, he's like, hey, Dad, did you know about this? And I said, yeah, I knew, although I had forgotten. Like, I knew that it was coming, but I had forgotten that it was happening. Um, 
so he he had unlocked it and then he reminded me of it so i sat down and got it unlocked today before it goes away if you are listening to this um on monday uh then it's probably our or i'm sorry on tuesday then it's probably already gone i think it ends today or tonight at midnight or something like that um I will say this, I didn't really, I like the look of it, I didn't like the music, the music was very uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and that's not a bad thing, it just didn't feel very Tetris-y, it didn't feel like it really fit with Tetris, and uh, I didn't really like it, and I probably wouldn't use it again, but compulsively, I like to go in and play each time that we have the opportunity for this. I think I've only missed one so far, um, and I couldn't even remember or to tell you which one I missed. But I like to go in each time and unlock it in case I want to use it in the future. And it got me thinking about themes, because basically it's a, it's a theme for your game. And it got me thinking about themes for Nintendo Switch. And right now we have two themes. We've got the dark theme and the light theme. And that is it. And I don't. I, I struggle to understand why Nintendo even gave us "quote unquote" themes if they're only going to give us these two very boring um, <laughs> options. Uh, and they are very boring. But my question is, like, I I thought, oh, you know, what would be cool is, you know, I'm if I had this Paper Mario theme for my front page of my Switch, but. Then I got thinking, I'd look at that almost never. I never go on to my Nintendo Switch and just kind of page around. I go on my Nintendo Switch and I launch a game and that's all that I do. And I don't really care what the UI theme looks like. Um, So my question is, you know, people are always asking for themes on Nintendo Switch and while I understand that people want to be able to decorate their space, um, I personally just want to play the games. So my question is, do you, dear listener, do you want themes on Nintendo Switch? If so, why? Like, do you think they are important or maybe I'll only use them if they exist? Or could you not care less? And I, I, I'm, I guess I'm in the middle category myself. If they existed, I guess I would use them. I certainly wouldn't spend money on them. Uh, I would not spend actual real money on them. I would not spend gold coins on them either. Um, I would, you know, it'd, it'd be nice if when I bought a game, it came with a theme that I could use to decorate my Switch, but... I would not spend money or the gold coins on them because the gold coins count as real money when I buy a game and I can save a little money that way. So if if they exist and they're free, then I would use them. Uh, but if you have to pay money for them, then I, I would not use them. Um, they aren't important to me in any way. I guess for me, I'm in the middle category, but I want to know what you guys think. So I tweeted that out earlier today, um, whether or not you thought that themes were important. And, uh, you know, you can reply and we can talk about it on the show on Friday for the mailbag. All right. Play on the Nintendo Entertainment System. 
Are you up to the challenge? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You have heard me talk about this game a whole bunch. It's it's on its way. It's coming soon. Um, and that is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I'm very excited for when that game comes out to actually be able to play the game the way it was originally intended. So few people actually got to play that game the way that it was intended. Now, if this is your first episode of the show and you don't know anything about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, I'm going to give you the quick rundown. It was a GameCube game where you could play multiplayer, but in order to play multiplayer, and that was really the the way that you wanted to play, you had to have a GBA, a Game Boy Advance, and a Game Boy Advance cable for each player that wanted to play so that everybody would have their own screen. Well, the Definitive Edition, or whatever they decided to call it, is coming to the Nintendo Switch, and you don't need to have that because the Switch is a portable system and everybody can have their own Switch. It's also coming to iOS and Android, um, so you'll be able to play that way as well. And one of the things about this game that really had me scratching my head is that Square Enix had said, look, you're you're not going to be able to play um, with local multiplayer. You have to play with online multiplayer. And I thought, oh, that's really weird. Nintendo Switch, you know, the uh, the local multiplayer works so well where somebody just becomes the hotspot for everybody else's system and you guys start playing together and i thought it's really weird that they're leaving that out and what they like the only thing that square had said about it was we had to make a decision between local play and online play like we had to pick one or the other so we went with online play and i found that that um that choice that binary choice to be very odd because there's lots of games on Nintendo Switch that have online play and have local play. Now, I I should point out that just to make sure that everybody understands, I'm not talking about a single screen and everybody has a controller and you're all playing on one screen because that is not the way that this game needs to work. This game needs to work where everybody has their own screen. Okay? And but we have lots of games where you can play online. Or you also have the ability to play locally with a bunch of people who are all sitting in the room together without being connected to the internet. 
And I thought it was weird that they said we had a choice to make, either A or B. So we went with A because the most number of people would be able to use that. And then they didn't say anything else about it. And I, myself, and a bunch of other people, I think, were confused about it. Well, we have a little bit more information. Uh, Square Enix said this. The game didn't mesh well with local play that would restrict it to one platform. Okay, so basically what they're saying here is doing local play would only work if you're all on the same platform. And that makes total sense. What I what Square Enix is trying to do is to make sure that nobody gets left out, leave out as much confusion as you can so that everybody, no matter which screen they're using via maybe your phone or a Nintendo Switch, whatever it is that you're using to play this game, you can easily jump in and play together. And that's what they are going for, I think. Uh, They went on to say, I believe players of the remaster will enjoy the same multiplayer user experience as they did back in the day with the original game. Three of the four platforms that this game will be released on are portable, the fourth being, I believe, PS4. So even if all four players play on different hardware, they can play together in the same location or even if they're physically far apart. Multiplayer was made so that players can choose how to play depending on their gameplay style. And I think that's a very good point. However, I would like to point out, and this is my this is my big problem with it, is that if you don't subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online, can you still play this game? Um, because if you're playing on iOS or Android, you can play that game. Like, there is no analog to Nintendo Switch Online. So does Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles require Nintendo Switch Online in order to play online with other people? That's a that's a question that I think is important and needs to be answered by Square. Um, it's not going to determine whether or not I play the game because I'm hyped for this game and I have Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, so I'll be I'll be playing this game. Uh, whether that's the case or not. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't use Nintendo Switch Online. They don't see the value in it, and so they would not be able to use this game. And I think that that's a question that needs to be answered. What do you guys think? Our final topic for today is about Animal Crossing because everybody loves Animal Crossing. Um, my my daughter, in fact, she uh, she lives about an hour away and she's got her own apartment and stuff. And I guess she's been asking for uh, a Nintendo Switch for Animal Crossing. Like everybody, everybody knows about Animal Crossing. Even my daughter, who does not play video games at all. She knows about Animal Crossing. Everybody knows about Animal Crossing. It is the new hotness. And man, when I'm looking for Nintendo news, it is hard to find anything that is not Animal Crossing. So of course, I've got to include a little bit of Animal Crossing news today. And uh, today, is uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting thing. So Nintendo had recently patched Animal Crossing. And 
in that patch, they removed something that a lot of content creators were using to get cool screenshots and make different videos that were unique. Uh, and that was basically getting rid of the UI and being able to move the camera around to different places. There was a trick that people were using. I won't get into it because it's been patched out. Okay. But Nintendo patched it out and a whole bunch of content creators were really irritated about that because they wanted to still be able to make these videos. People were enjoying watching these videos or looking at or using these screenshots for thumbnails and stuff like that. It made for some screenshots of the game that looked really different than other stuff. But then Nintendo patched it out because they were they were basically doing what you're not like they were breaking the game in order to get this stuff. And Nintendo doesn't like it when you break the game. So Nintendo patched it out. Content creators are like, what the hell are you doing? We, we were using that in order to create content. And uh, Nintendo was like, well, sorry, it's gone. And I, I, I want to talk about Nintendo as a whole for a second because they have long had uh, an issue with content creators. Um, they They seem to have come around in recent years understanding that content creators make content about Nintendo games, which then drive sales of Nintendo games. It's basically, for Nintendo, free advertising of their stuff. And Nintendo has really, for a long time, been against that. And in recent years, they've come around and started to understand that content creators making content about Nintendo stuff sells Nintendo stuff. And it seems like when they patched this out, the content creators were mad and Nintendo listened because in the 1.4.0 update to Animal Crossing, this, by the way, comes from uh, Nintendo Life. In the 1.4.0 update for Animal Crossing, Nintendo added in an actual camera trick. So now you don't even have to do like a, a weird thing. In order to get it to happen, all you have to do is you bring up your camera and then you can click in the, the, the right thumbstick and it will get rid of all of the, the stuff that's on the screen so that you can take all of those screenshots that you wanted, which I think is awesome. It's, it's really good when a company like Nintendo listens to the content creators who are making content for them because usually when the content creators are talking about something it's because that's what the users want and if nintendo listens um then that's usually well that that can be a good thing i can also say that there's many times where i'm happy that nintendo doesn't listen to something that uh, content creators or the customer base as a whole are asking for because sometimes we're just wrong. Sometimes we don't know what we want and sometimes we are wrong about what we want. Um, so uh, I just thought that was an interesting thing. They patched it out and then they patched it in to do officially now instead. And I thought that that was really, really cool. Well, everybody, that does it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Listen, 
I could not do this show without the support of the people who are helping me out, helping me create independent content over on Patreon. So I have to say thank you to each and every patron. And I want to say uh, an especially big thank you to our producers. These are everybody who are uh, pledging at the producer level or, or higher. That would be Nintendo Fit, Josephine Trucker, Paul, Travis McGuire, Bowser, Matt Hadfield, Jordan Forbes, and Eric Smith. Uh, thank you all for the support. You guys are fantastic. I really do appreciate it. Uh, become a part of our community. We've got over 1,500 people in our Discord community. We're in there talking about video games, TV shows, movies, books, music. All kinds of awesome conversations are happening over at runjumpstomp.com. And you can just click on the little Discord um, button. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch and YouTube. Just look for Run Jump Stomp or just go to runjumpstomp.com. All of the appropriate links will be there for you. Uh, the music that you heard today was all by Noteblock. So thank you very much to Noteblock for letting me use their music. I'm out of here. I hope you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.